Yeah, so welcome to the Car Dealer Pro podcast. Today we're with Ben from Close Brothers. Thanks for coming today, mate. I'm really no chuffed to hear you. And uh, yeah, I've known Ben now for five years. Uh, it was like when I first started trading in Eckington, yeah, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And you popped in, introduced yourself, and we've been doing finance with you. Ever since, yeah. Yeah, ever since. It's been great. You set us up. And uh, I think it was last year we then took on the, the, the stock in finance as well. Yeah. And that's worked great for us. So, so, so thank you for, no, for everything. That's what Close is all about. It's all about that getting that partnership and building that partnership. Yeah. We sort of help from day one with everything, take it as far as we can. And as, as much as you want to grow as a dealership, we'll be there to help and support you in however we can. Uh, I've got a bit of a cheesy line that I use, but uh, I, I always use it. And I've got, no, obviously, I shouldn't really apologise for saying it, but see me as an unpaid employee. Right. And that's that's the best way of describing myself. Obviously, yeah. you've got me as an account manager. I'm here to help and support in every way I can. Yeah. You just don't have to pay me wage. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's yeah. the best way to see it. And, and all close with us account managers will have the same philosophy. That's what we're all about. And uh, anything we can do to help people, yeah. then definitely, yeah. Yeah, because when I first started out, the, the, the one thing that I thought, oh, I can't bother doing this finance because you've got to set, get set up with the FCA. And I think that's like a big thing for people to get red round, isn't it? It's a massive thing because back before the change of regulation, uh, it cost up in excess of two and a half thousand pounds to get set up. Yeah. It was a long drawn out process and, and people just got fed up by it. They just There's so much regulation involved in it that they just didn't want to do it. Therefore, from when other dealers speak to other dealers, it's, it had a reputation of, well, stay away from this, it's not worth the hassle, just send it to a broker, that kind of thing. That all changed uh, when the FCA uh, changed from the FSA to the FCA and they changed the way the process works. I can honestly say now, I must have done or at least helped assist dealers now in over 50 FCA applications to become new dealers on finance and it's such an easy process. There is companies out there that will charge again in excess of £2,000 to help set up the FCA for you. Whereas each Close Brothers account manager is trained in such a way where they can help and assist the dealer in obtaining this license and all the costs that are involved for doing it is a hundred pound setup fee right. and that's all it is the one thing i tell dealers in terms of that is it can take six months for an fca license to come back approved yeah the longest i've had to see a dealer wait is six weeks right so from start to finish from the start of the application to getting the approval the longest i've had to wait like say is six weeks and then after that from a closer's perspective we would then set the dealer up and then within 48 hours after that you could start off in finance to your customers right. easy and as simple as that that's great so it's not difficult no I, I must say when you set us up I couldn't believe how easy it was it, it was really easy and um, so for, for traders that you know are just like starting out yeah. would you recommend them just jump straight in 110% 80% of used cars now are sold on finance in some capacity uh, without finance the amount of sales that you'll, you'll obtain and that you'll do is just it's going to be so minimal if you want to grow and expand your business finance for me is the number one to do uh, number one thing to do the one, the best way of me explaining this, obviously, is, is yeah, fair enough, I've got the close for this aspect, but if I was my own person, my own dealer, let's say, I was wearing my own dealership, I would have to give advice and opinions on how I would deal with things. And if I was a dealer today and I set up, I would take finance out 100%. Because you've also got your commission side of things, which is really important. A lot of my dealer network uh, throughout the Sheffield area, North Derbyshire, 
completely rely on this commission because this commission pays for things like your auto trader bill, your rent, your, your obviously your, your gas electricity, them kind of bills, if you know what I mean, for your premises. Uh, we all know how much auto trader is, like I say, that's yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. really expensive. And the finance commission, I would say on average at the moment, it's around two and a half thousand pound a dealer. Uh, yeah. If you look at the, the sort of wide spectrum of dealers that I have on my books, uh, I would say the average amount of commission can be in excess of two and a half thousand per month. Per month, and that, like I say, can pay for your, your trader, your lease yeah. costs, things like that. So, if if like a, a, let's just say your average trader, he's, he's sold like a, a five grand car on finance. How much commission will he normally get? They're expecting anything around two hundred and fifty pound to five hundred pound. Right. Again, it all depends on your your sellout rates. The higher the interest rate sold to the customer, the more commission that the dealer could potentially earn. Every dealer has their own unique set of rates and terms. Uh, the way I go about things is that I have a standard rates package that I set up with the dealer. Once they've had three months worth of trading with us and they've proven themselves to us, then. Well, obviously, we can then look to uh, change that and uh, manipulate that f- better for the dealer, really, to earn more money out of it. The one thing I always get when I visit new dealers is that uh, I've been trading for so many months and I'm just getting asked constantly for finance. Yeah. But then you set the dealer up and nothing ever comes through the door. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, we've got to make sure it's all done correctly at the beginning and make sure that everything's ticked off in the right boxes, that kind of thing. Yeah. But once the dealer's set up and they're, and they're focused on it and they push the finance, then yeah, the income that you can earn is is fantastic. Even if we were sort of conservative with that and you only earn a thousand pound a month commission, yeah. that's twelve thousand pound a year on yeah. your bottom line yeah. that you would never normally have. Yeah. So and, yeah. and you don't pay uh, VAT on commission, you yeah. pay your tax and everything that way, but you don't pay VAT, so it's it's a very, very good income stream. But yeah, so back to the answer to the original question is yeah, one hundred percent I would push finance. For any new dealer setting up within the industry, one hundred and ten percent. And what about if, like, so if there's dealers listening to this and they think, oh, well, I'm trading from home. Like, how would they get set up with is, mm. the is process there restrictions? The process is exactly the same. Uh, Close Brothers do allow dealers to be set up from home, but I would always look to look at the bigger picture. Now, if they want to start from home, to start with, I'm okay with that, providing the dealers got sort of aspirations to grow and get bigger because at the end of the day if you're wanting to be a successful dealership majority of them will have a premises of some sort whether that be a unit in an industrial estate whether it be a forecourt on a main road there's all sorts of different variations of it when you're training from home you can have limited space and sometimes customers will be get a little bit put off when the fact that they're having to come to your home address now that might sound strange because if they're coming to a dealer's home address there's, you can't really ask for any more safety than that in terms yeah. of this dealer's yeah. genuine because yeah, you're going to their home address. Yeah. But customers don't see it that way. They want to go to a premises. They want to see badges. They want to see banners. They want to see signage. They want to yeah. see see, yeah. see how it all works. And there's, we're very much living a world now where everything can be upgraded or VIP'd, as, as I call it. Uh, and dealers uh, now are starting to put things in place in the dealerships where fancy coffee machines, fancy seating areas, and because and customers want to be treated yeah. like they are the, the very special. And even though they are customers of the, the, the whole basis of what we do, but they want to be treated in such a way where they feel special about that sale. Yeah. And if that means with, like say, giving them a fancy coffee or putting them in a fancy seating area, yeah. or yeah. these are things that people want. Now, that industry used to be just for like maybe 20 grand and above cars. 
But now if you're looking at a five grand car, people still want to expect a certain level of service, experience. And uh, that's one thing I've seen within the last, I would say at least 12 to 18 months, there's been a massive change where dealers have had to really up their game in terms of even the cheaper stuff now, they have to provide that little bit of extra service and that little bit of extra specialness for your customer base. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And um, it's like some traders might think, oh, my my stock isn't, it's not expensive enough yeah, for finance. For finance. Yeah. What would you say to people that think like that have got that yeah, mindset? And I get the question quite a lot. The, the minimum balance that we will physically finance is a thousand pound. So anybody who's got stock of over that's got value over a thousand pound, we can physically finance. But we've got to be real. The fact that any dealers that would say sell anything five grand and under, a lot of customers will have interest for your credit cards they might have money from family money from parents they yeah. might even have their own savings uh, yeah. they might just stick it in an overdraft facility because it's only a couple of grand that they're buying so a lot of them cars might not attract so much finance Yeah, I still do quite a lot of below five, five grand deals in terms of finance but majority of people customers in that sort of sector will, will obviously look at the other ways of doing it but then to flip that I would always put that back into the dealer's shoes of where they would then try and upsell the finance finance keep them to advise the customer look the money's that cheap nowadays why don't you finance your car keep that money in your rainy day fund have yourself a new kitchen go on holiday with that or like say within the tough times that we're going through at the moment obviously coronavirus lockdown keep that money as a rainy day fund in case anything was to happen job wise and still finance your car anything five grand and under you're not going to be spending any more than I would say maybe 100, 120 pound a month, yeah. which in nowadays in the bigger grand scale, scale of things is is not a not massive payment. It's like what people pay for, for an iPhone, yeah. isn't it? People go out, if you went around Sheffield as a couple for a meal and drinks, you do 100 quid easily. Yeah, so look at the bigger picture. It depends on how the deal was to sell the finance. And, and a close as account manager, whoever it is your account manager in your local area, will help upskill you on that and help you train yeah. and, and give you dealer training in terms of how to, to do that with your customer base. And, and what would you say is like the sweet spot? What's your, your most popular sort of... Um... I'd, I'd say six to 10 grand at the moment is the sweet spot in terms of, I know it's quite a, a wide spectrum there. The average balance I would say is around seven to seven and a half thousand right. uh, for us currently. But anything from six to ten is a is a very very sort of common area of finance. Obviously, ten and above still is. Yeah. But if if you were looking for a genuine sweet spot, six to ten at the moment is is where a lot of finance uh, is obtained because it's it's a little bit too much for that interest free credit card. Uh, it's a little bit too much to borrow from friends and family. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, it's the kind of thing where you, you and obviously you then obtain maybe better rates sometimes with a little bit more expensive yeah. cars. If you went to the bank and got a three thousand pound loan your, your APRs and on something like that would be absolutely through the roof yeah. because well, well, this the, is what I used to th- I used to say to customers if they bought a four grand car I used to say oh look you're probably better off going to the bank but it's not no. is it it don't work out like the bank that. wants to lend large monies out for, for long periods of time because they want that money out there working for them lending four grand or three grand over two or three years doesn't work for them yeah. they don't earn as much interest on it so therefore they have to charge the higher interest rates to get the money back yeah. uh, to make it worth their while and then the interest interest rates are that high uh, you might as well have gone to the, the dealer themselves and they source yeah. the finance for you because yeah. even though 
you might think, well, that'd be the same sort of philosophy with us at Close. That's not the case. We're a margin-led business. We like to lend the lower amounts out because we earn good money on it. Yeah. And therefore, we can still offer the attractive rates. The best thing I would advise to anybody listening to this or, or any new dealers out there, go on any bank's website, go on to any loan calculator, type in 2000 or £3,000 over three years and click a calculate button and I'll tell you now it'll come up with a stupid ridiculous yeah. APR and also the one thing that everyone needs to remember is that little asterisk that little star that is a representative APR that is not what you're going to get that's not what you've been approved for it's a representative APR yeah. that is a quote your APR will not be guaranteed until you've gone through a full application and you've been accepted by the bank yeah. it's then and then only will that APR be told to you and I can tell you now eight times out of ten from what you've seen on that screen to what you get will be different yeah yeah whereas we're close brothers when you apply for us for finance and the dealer quotes you you are quoted at that payment yeah there's nothing changes on that you are guaranteed to be quoted the same payment brand you accepted yeah definitely i think customers it's a good selling tool that for me because you know there is a lot of people that want a four grand car and they'll say, oh, well, we'll go at the bank and we'll get it. And then I'll explain what you've just said then. And they can't believe it. So that's it's a really, it's something that not a lot of people know about. No, and, and they assume that the bank's the best way to go. But there's, there's two reasons why I wouldn't advise going to a bank. And that is, one, you, you tie up your credit line. So each individual person will only have a certain amount of money for a credit line within their bank. And if, let's say, you take out a loan with for a car and then a year later you want to come back for a loan for a kitchen or a, a new bathroom yeah. or something like that, or an extension, oh, I'm sorry, sir, you can't have as much as you want because you've already got a loan with us for the car. Yeah. And uh, so it does tie up that, that credit line for you there, which is obviously uh, one of the one of the big important things there that obviously you've got to make sure that you've got the available credit for you. Yeah. Uh, and you get so many extra rights if you take a car out and finance. And this is one thing that not many people know is in terms of that, that if you take finance out on the car, yes, the finance is still, or the car is still in theory owned by the finance company. But let's say if anything was to go wrong with it from a complaint perspective and the dealer was unwilling to help you, you've then got a finance company backing you to help you and get involved and support you and to get the best outcome for the customer and for the dealer. Yeah. You take out a personal loan and buy a car straight outright because you're still in theory a cash customer yeah. and the dealer doesn't want to play ball, you've only really got, I suppose, the small claims courts or going through a solicitor. Yeah. We all know how much them things cost. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there's so much more extra benefits for to go down the route of, of, of motor finance than than a personal loan, especially in my opinion. And I'm I'm a living example of that. My, my wife's got a car on finance with close with us. Uh, and I would go down that route rather than get a personal loan any yeah. day of the week. Yeah. No, I think it's a, it's a, it works for me all the time now. And uh, so when, when you like getting dealers set up or when they, they start selling finance for you, what what's like the most popular question you get asked all the time? Oh, that's a toughie. Uh, to be fair, I, I, I'm like a, a question filter at the moment. The amount of questions that I do get thrown at me on a daily basis is is just unreal. Uh, but I'd definitely say a common one is is how much commission I'm going to get out of it. 
Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, because <laughs> yeah. they're not doing it for free, they're doing it for the commission, and it's where do I find the commission, or what do I know what commission I'm getting, or they'll do a deal, and Ben, yeah. how much, much commission did I get for that? Uh, I get that asked a hell of a lot, even even still with dealers now, I've been using it for years. Uh, the, obviously, the system tells you how much commission you're yeah. going to get, yeah. but that is definitely a, a common one. Uh, I get it's a scare, if, for someone setting up new in, in this industry, especially these times that are going on at the moment, it's a scary proposition. But what I would say to any new dealer that listens to this or wants to think about setting up a dealership, contact your local close with account manager because we have got by far the best, the most vastest knowledge out of any account managers in the industry. And we will be able to help and assist anybody at all setting up. Yeah. During lockdown, uh, I have, I, I'm constantly looking for new dealers. I've located quite a lot of new dealers within the Sheffield area that I've only just set up recently. I've already been around to see quite a lot of them already, and it's the same sort of process. Never done this before, sort of new into the market. They've got a friend or a family member or somebody like that who's already doing it. They've obviously got my name from them. Reputation's a big thing within this industry. Uh, been around to see them. And again, it's exactly like we're talking about. Say, start from scratch, start, start completely fresh from new, and uh, they just they just want guidance throughout it all. And you will get that guidance from start to finish. I, I can honestly say that. And when you are set up, it doesn't stop there. Yeah. As I said earlier in the interview, you need to see each close with account manager as an unpaid employee. Yeah. We will constantly support and help. I answer my phone twenty four seven. Uh, weekends doesn't bother me I still answer the phone because end of the day if the dealership's open I need to be available yeah. I need to be helping them and and you get that full service from a close perspective yeah yeah. It's, it's like when you get a new telephone isn't you think oh god I'm not used to this I can't work it and when you get that the portal yeah. It's quite scary. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's a little bit overwhelming. But the one thing I would say is, like, if I was ever stuck and I just rang you up, if you couldn't answer, you'd ring back straight away and just talk yeah. us through it's it. It's quite sad. So, I, I know every single screen on that system. I can picture it in my head. Every time I put a deal yeah. with the phone, mate, I can yeah. picture every yeah. screen. Yeah. So if there's ever any help, like, say, yeah, I, if I don't know it, which very rarely I won't, but if I don't, yeah. I know definitely someone who will. Because you do it, your dealer say, oh, I can't be bothered doing that. I can't be bothered with learning the system and yeah. that but it's worth it just for that it is, and it's like if the, the, that for me I've heard that before and it's, it's frustrating from my point of view because if you can be bothered to go through what Autotrader asks you to do to load a car on yeah. but yeah you can't be bothered to use something that's twice as easy in our system yeah. that's going to pay you for doing finance yeah. then you're in the wrong game for me yeah. because if you're not wanting to just again you only get out what you put in and if you wanted to put that bit of extra work in and do the props yourself it takes on average eight minutes for a decision to come back, two minutes to proper deal, five minutes to sign them up. Within 20 minutes, that customer's driving out of your showroom yeah. with their new yeah. car, money in your bank, and you've earned yourself finance commission yeah. for doing it. Yeah. I just, I can't see why anyone would not want to do that. It makes well, no that's sense. That's what I say to customers when they come in. I'm like, look, we'll do a finance proposition. It'll take 10 minutes, and you'll probably have an answer within five once it's done yeah. and they can't believe it like, it really is that quick yeah, yeah it isn't it so my record currently is eight minutes 30 seconds from <laughs> right start to it. finish yeah from, from, to, to, from be, prop yeah. to pay out is eight minutes 30 yeah. seconds so yeah. uh, so, so with, with us like we well we started this what five years ago and I sort of like gradually built it up and started doing a few more but we haven't been doing like 
tons of finance, but it has been a nice trickle, a nice little added bonus. Yeah. And then last year, well, another trader mentioned to me about stock and finance. Yeah. So I mentioned that to yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. I'm and a big advocate of that. Again, stock and finance, like, we've got that set up really easy. So could you just explain, like, what, what stock and finance is? And so, in a nutshell, it's the ability to obviously purchase cars from, from whatever source you want, and we will help finance that. So to give you an example, if you went to the auction and paid £10,000 for a car, we would lend up to 80% of the value of that car, so we would give you £8,000 back in your bank. You would have to put the two thousand down yourself. Yeah. We would finance that over a ninety day period. It can be extended for a further thirty days, up to one hundred twenty days, which is four months. Uh, that's not a problem. And you pay interest for how long you've had it on your on your stocking facility. So if you sell that car in a week, you pay a week's interest. You sell it in a month, you pay a month's interest. If you sell it three months down the line, you pay three months' interest. If you don't sell it in that three months and you don't take an extension, then you would have to settle the, the car off in full. But if you're buying cars that you don't think are gonna sell within three months, then my advice to that is always, then you just trade it on and, and start again yeah. with something yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, or you take that one off and you put something on in its place. Yeah. It's a revolving credit facility where you have a credit limit and you constantly load cars onto it, load them off when you, in, when you sell them. Uh, you can use it to purchase cars from Joe Blogs off the street, yeah. auctions, private sales, friend or family coming in saying, oh, we sell my car for me. You can put any car on it as long as there's a purchase invoice to back it up and there's a genuine sale. Yeah. Stick it on the facility. The interest rates, people might be thinking, oh, interest rates going to be a fortune. But it's not, no. is it? It's The industry standard for, for Next Gear and BCA funding, which are two common funders within the auction industry, is BCA's average is around 9 to 10% interest rate. Next Gear's is 10 to 13%. Next Gear's is the highest, and the charges that they also invoke are just absolutely scandalous. Yeah. With Close Brothers, the highest interest rate that I've ever seen on a funding proposition is four percent. Yeah, yeah. We I don't do it. We don't do any uh, applications over four yeah. percent. Sort of two to four percent interest rate is our sweet spot. Yeah. So that's more than double the cheaper than BCA. If that makes sense yeah. in terms of that, we don't have any settlement fees. We only have one fee, which is a loading fee of twenty pound. Yeah. Uh, and once that's loaded on, you pay the £20, then you pay the interest for whatever you've, you've had it on for. Again, the example I've just given, £8,000 uh, vehicle to be loaded onto the stocking facility. If you funded that with us for two months, inclusive of the £20 loading fee, it would cost you in total £68. Brilliant. Now, you go to any high street bank or payday lender or short-term lender and ask to borrow £8,000 for two months. And it only, it, there's nowhere on the surf you will find that any cheaper than £68. No, no, no. It's impossible. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now, I'll ju just to go into a bit more detail with that, Close Brothers as a whole actually makes a physical loss on our funding proposition. Right. Yeah, so our funding department has its own set of accounts and we make a loss every year because we're giving the money out that cheap. The reason why we do that is because if a dealer is funded with us, we have then sort of an agreement where the dealer will use us for first buy to the cherry of the finance. Yeah. Therefore, the amount of finance business that we bring in, because if we're giving you, let's say, 50 grand stocking facility and you've got 50 grand of your own money, that is doubled your potential now yeah. to go out and buy 50% more cars. Yeah. So the more cars you stock, 
The more cars you have chance to offer finance, the more customers you have for sale. Therefore, we have more finance props coming through the door. We do have more finance deals. So we make that we make our money on the on the selling side of the finance, not on the funding. Yeah. Hence, why the funding is so cheap. We want to get the funder, uh, i.e., the dealer funding on the best possible way, the cheapest possible way, so they can you can go out. Buy whatever cars you want, fund them in whatever way you want. We'll help you out with that, and then you can start selling them to your customers. And, we, and obviously, that's where we get our, yeah. our, our our comeback in the in the second part of it when you offer the finance to the customers. So, so if anybody's like just starting out, would you recommend them? I, mean, I suppose it all depends how much money they've got. Of course, yeah. And, they, and it it involves in your financials. It depends on your accounts. Obviously, sole traders don't tend to have the accounts as, as often as maybe what a limited company would. Uh, if they're brand spanking new, just started it from scratch, I would always recommend at least give it three months to do the requirement to get to the deals to be obviously right. to be working with a finance company and then funding can be looked at at a later date. If they've been trading for years and they've never done uh, never done funding or anything, then obviously we can go into that straight away. Mm-hmm. It all depends on how much the dealer wants, uh, obviously the accounts, the bank statements, the net worth of the company and also the directors as an individual. Because yeah. you might have a company that's not making any money, but you might have a director that's very, very strong credit yeah. readiness. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, we look at the bigger picture. Uh, and again, any close was account manager would be able to advise on that uh, yeah. in terms of any questions. Everyone's qualified. Everyone's trained to the to the full capabilities of, of offering that product. And, and can traders like use leverage from if they own their own home? We can't take residential bricks and mortar into account, but we can take commercial bricks and mortar into account. Right. So if, if a dealer wanted to put up his premises and he owns the premises, providing the mortgage company, if there is one or if there's not, then that's fine. But they can put their property up as security if they want to. If they don't, all we ask for is what's called a DPG, which is a director's personal guarantee. And all that means is that the director is obviously putting their their own name up yeah. for it, that if it was to ever go wrong and we had to repossess the cars or you, you, let's say you stopped trading for whatever reason, you owe us money, we can't go to the company for it anymore because the company's closed. We would then go to the director. Yeah. But I can honestly say in my five years at Close Brothers, I've never had to do that. And yeah. it's, it's very, very rare that even happens at all. Yeah. Even with what's been going off recently with the lockdown, yeah. if it was ever going to happen, it would have happened then. But no, I've not seen yeah. the... I've not seen that in my time. So would you say, like, because some people can be a bit pessimistic, can't they? Course, think, yeah. You know, I'm not taking on a, a stocking loan. Oh, I don't want to take on debt. But that bit, there's not many traders that don't sell the car within 90 days, is there? No. Most people do it. And if yeah, not, also, yeah. like you say, just trade it on. My philosophy is, and obviously people listening to this might think I'm going to say this because I work for close, but I can honestly say my philosophy in life is if I've got a certain amount of money savings, but I can finance something, I will finance it. Why use your own money when you can use someone else's when it's cheap enough? Yeah. And that, that's just been my philosophy. I've worked in finance ever since I've left school. Uh, so that, that's how I've worked on things. And yeah, fair enough. Some dealers might not want the funding. And as you just said, they might think, do you know what? This is not for me. I've got my own money. I don't want to get into anyone else's. That's fine. There's no issue with that. Yeah. But I, I can tell you now, at least seven out of 10 dealers within my area are funded in some capacity, yeah. whether that's with business loans, overdrafts, 
stocking facilities. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different areas in which dealers can fund themselves now. And especially recently with all these new government loans that are flying around and grants and stuff, people are taking them out. And yeah, yeah. fair enough, I don't blame them. Pay back 12 months, if yeah. not. It's only a small interest rate. Yeah. They'd be daft not to. Yeah. But it just depends. And I keep coming back to this. It depends on the aspirations of the dealer, yeah. if they're where they want to be moving forward. Uh, if they've got enough money to be able to stock the, the, the fund the stock themselves, that's fine. Yeah, I don't have an issue with that. Uh, I'll help and support the dealer in other ways. But uh, I firmly believe I'm in that funding is, 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 a, is a fantastic way of running your business, but also helping you. Because yeah. especially if you're just starting out new and you've got, say, 30 grand in your back pocket to go and buy cars, take another 30 grand out of clothes, that's 60 grand to go out and fill the place. Yeah. And and you've already heard how cheap the, the stocking is. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The, the way I look at it, like, I buy a car for two grand and then, you know, two grand margin on that, you might make six, seven hundred if you're lucky after costs and whatnot. But now, if if I've got, like, I can look at a ten grand car and put down two, two grand of my own money. Yeah. And that ten grand's going to yield, you know, hopefully more than six, seven hundred, up to going to be fifteen hundred to two grand. Yeah, of course. So yeah. That, that's the way I look at it. And then the other thing, like you said there, but I, mean, I remember when the order had come round the first time, and uh, and he said, I'm just off to a car supermarket ne- next, and I've got to uh, audit 600 cars. <laughs> so, you know, the, all the big dealerships... They're all funded. They're, they're all funded. Everybody's funded, so yeah. you, you can't be, like, snooty about... No, no, no. It's, it's not... And, and don't see it as... And, and, and again, anyone listening, don't ever see funding as that it's, it's a negative or a bad thing. It's... Every business has funding, so some might get government grants, some might take business loans out with the banks. Like yeah, of course, if you yeah. start up a new business, you'll go to your bank and ask for a business loan. Everybody's funded in some way, shape, or form, yeah. uh, and this is just the way that the motor finance choose to go about it. So it's not a negative or a bad thing. I'm a massive, massive advocate, and what I would say again is, is if I was to get the keys to a place tomorrow to set up my own dealership. Yeah. I'd have funding like that straight away. I'd go straight for it yeah. because, yeah. again, I'm lucky enough to know about it and know how it all works. I'm in a, in a privileged position that way. And again, people might think you work for close, Ben, you're going to say that. But yeah. I can honestly say if I had my own dealership, I would, uh, I'd set funding up straight away yeah. because it just doubles the availability of you having to use your own money, but then someone else's and, and, and fill the place up. There's yes. nothing worse than a car dealership that's half empty. Yeah, no, definitely. But look, Something you said the other month, and it always stuck with me, like having more cars and whatnot creates more opportunity. Yes, it does. And that's, that's the biggest thing. Um, and I'm not here to promote like, getting stock in fines or anything. But what I'm trying to say is it has definitely helped me grow my business without a doubt. And the opportunities, if not just from getting better cars, getting better part exchanges, having more cars, in the business creates more interest. It's, it's just been a snowball of, of positives. Yeah. And the things that I was worried about in the beginning was, oh God, what if I don't sell this? What am I going to do? And touch one, it's there's been one or two, you know, yeah. where it's went over 90 days and I've just got And if shot. it does, then all you do is you pay it off and put something else on in its place. Yeah. So you're yeah. just swapping light for line. Yeah. It's maybe a poor analogy of this, but let's say around Halloween time, look at a pumpkin farm. Let's say if the, the pumpkin farm owners have, say, 10 pumpkins, 
they've not got much choice there. They're not going to get many people through the door. And then if they do, the first 10 people that come through, that's it, they're sold. But if you've got a uh, hundred pumpkins, you're going to attract more people. I know it seems a simple analogy, but that's exactly how it is with cars. Yeah. The more money you have to start with, the more cars you have, the more opportunity equals more finance. And as I've said at the beginning, 80% of used cars currently are sold in finance in some capacity. Yeah. And yeah. then there's also uh, the other products as well. There's other different products. PCPs becoming more and more uh, of, a, of an important product for dealers to start selling. It used to be just in the case of if you went to a franchise dealer that you'd be offered PCP. Yeah. Now in the private sort of course sector, as I call it, like yourselves, PCP is now becoming more apparent. Yeah. People are asking a lot more about it. So there's there's so many different things in which you can look at and uh, and sort of explore to, to, to grow your business. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's brilliant. So, and have you seen any like big success stories from? Oh, loads. Uh, yeah. There's one. There's one that I I always joke about it with him. It's a dealer in Sheffield. Uh, I first went to see him and uh, he basically told me, oh, I'm not interested in finance. I tried to get him set up. He said, I'm not interested in finance. It's too much hassle, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to Thailand for six weeks now. So just, you'll have to leave me to it. And I thought, fair enough, I can't argue with that. And then uh, he said, he went to Thailand on the Friday. I came back the week after and he's still there. I thought that's a bit strange. And then a couple of days later, I passed again and he's still there. So I thought, right, he's, he's spun me one here. So I went back to see him and I went, oh, how's Thailand? Didn't, he didn't know what to say. Yeah. And I said, look, <laughs> let's let, let's cut the, the rubbish here. Be honest with me, what's what's putting you off? Or there's obviously got to be a reason behind it because I know how great offering finance and commission is and it's free money. Yeah. And when I got down to it, it's what I said at the beginning. He, he's had all these sort of interpretations that it's expensive to do. It can't be done with the hassle of the sort of the Gabriel reporting every year. Uh, there was a lot of misconceived ideas in terms of uh, how it was worked and run. So when I actually had the chance to sit down and explain everything to him and the fact that me as an account manager close would help and assist him in all that, then he felt, right, do you know what, let's give this a go. So we set the finance up, we did the FSA license, everything rosy. He's been knocking them out like sweets at the moment, obviously yeah. doing plenty of deals. He's now funded. He's now got in excess of £100,000 worth of stocking with us. He's yeah. within my top five dealers. Uh, and he just says it's the best thing he ever did. And he's even done a, a recent interview with Close Brothers just to obviously to explain that in more detail because he, he honestly believes his business would not be where it is now if yeah. it wasn't for the help of Close and the fact that he went down the funding and the finance route. And he's, he's got a close friend who's got a large site in Sheffield uh, space for around eight to eighty-five cars, and uh, in two months' time, he moves over to this new site. Oh, so he's he's just he's going to grow and expand. He's managed to set up a separate MLT service centre, oh, uh, and he's also got a, a second dealership in Chesterfield. Definitely. And this is all off the back of using close for the different funding facilities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the MOT centre is used close to help finance that as well. Yeah. So throughout his business, he's got close so, to So involved. does that work then to finance an MOT centre? So it works on the equipment. So like the ramps, the MOT testing stuff. Uh, he would buy that and use close brothers to help finance it. It's not through the motor finance division yeah. that I, I yeah. work for, but we have various different divisions of close brothers. Uh, like asset finance, retail finance, yeah. uh, and he's he's gone through them avenues because he's already close with his dealer. Yeah. We've put him in touch with the right people, and so they've now helped finance the uh, the MOT side of it for him. And he's just yeah. he's not looked back. And he said to me at the very beginning, his dream was 
he would love to own a Lamborghini at some point in his life. Uh, I set him up just under four years ago, uh, and I'm pleased to say uh, last week he purchased his first Lamborghini. Oh, fair play, so he's he's absolutely buzzing. And like I say, we've 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 I get I've, I know him on a, I'm really close to him. I get I know him on a real good level. Uh, he's, he's a good friend of mine as well as a dealer because that's also important to me. And we've like I say we've been there from day one. We've helped grow his business, getting where he is today, and we'll still continue to do that in the years yeah. to come. Even if I was to ever go and leave, he's still got close there. He's still got that backing. He's well known within close yeah. and they will help him move forward. And that's my philosophy with any dealer that I have in my books. I will look to do that with absolutely anybody. Do, do you think like, as long as you've got the right mindset when you start out, yeah. that's... If you've got an old fashioned view to finance, which I still have a lot of dealers in Sheffield that still have that view, that have been doing it for 20, 30 years, a hell of a lot's changed in that time period. Yeah. Uh, if I use my personal example, oh no, don't have direct debits, you pay for everything up front. If you haven't got it, you can't spend yeah. it, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I get that, but unfortunately the world doesn't work like that now. Finance in every aspect is, is an important part of life, uh, whether that be your car, your mortgage, credit cards, people book holidays on credit cards now from the safety perspective. So that the way things work now, and and as we've seen recently throughout lockdown, people don't like cash, it's all gonna be done on card. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. This, this is the way that we're going as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, yeah, as yeah. an economy, as a world, it's gonna be eventually, I believe, a cash-free system yeah. uh, at some point. Yeah. So finance is, is a massive, massive part of this. And uh, if you're not on board with that and you don't see the benefits of that, then for me, in my professional opinion, and it is only my opinion, I don't think you'll uh, you'll be able to succeed. Yeah. Unless you have unless you've obviously got too much money in the background to start yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, so any dealers listening to this that that want to get started doing finance, stock and uh, facilities. Do you mind giving them your, your details? No, like if, Twitter if, and that, and then you pass yeah, them on? Because there are people from around the country. Oh, of course, well, yeah. Pass them on. If the best way of doing it is if, if you're from the Sheffield or Derbyshire area, then by all means contact myself, man Ben Skip, uh, the account manager for that area. But every area has got its own dedicated account manager. And the best way of doing it is Google Close Brothers Motor Finance, go to a branch finder on the website. Uh, give them a call, send them an email, and what they'll do is they'll forward it on, bearing on manager postcode to the relevant account manager. They will then phone you, they'll arrange a visit, they'll come out, they'll see you, and they'll help you with everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's the best way of doing it. Brilliant. Well, Ben, that's, thank you for coming in today. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thank, thank you. you.